Welcome to the Oven Gleamers World Podcast, helping you navigate oven cleaning as a business. Marketing tips, interviews, and agar cooking tips and news. Now, here's your host, Graham Rogers. Graham Rogers, the founder of Oven Gleamers, and today I'm going to talk about redundancy and the oven cleaning business question. So, what do I mean? Uh, what, I, what I mean is that if you've been made redundant, or you've just been told that you're about to be made redundant, is oven cleaning as a business a good option to go into? Uh, I've, I've been made redundant. I was in the Air Force for 13 years uh, and when I was in the Air Force I'd actually signed on for full term so I'd actually signed on for a 22 year term uh, but I was made redundant uh, in 96 and uh, in the Air Force I was actually an avionics technician so I worked on uh, electronic countermeasures uh, equipment fit to aircraft and because I started studying a degree uh, towards the end of uh, well the sort of six years prior to being made redundant I'd actually worked in an IT section because I had a degree by that time I had a degree in uh, information systems management and a uh, design technology degree so I was in the technology uh, section doing uh, software development so when I was made redundant so I was made redundant the, the reason I was made redundant is because when I actually joined the Air Force in my trade the Air Force were taking on a new intake every two weeks so uh, that was to deal with new technology they were bringing in on the, at the time it was the Tornado aircraft and the the new Nimrod air, early warning aircraft but that all sort of fell by the wayside really and uh, what, what happened was we ended up with too many people in my trade uh, so there were people surplus to requirements so I mean lots of people surplus to requirements it, it meant that they were holding flights where people would do nothing they would sit around um, playing cars playing cars all day and just generally wasting time so that's the sort of situation the Air Force was in and when I was in I knew there were there, were, there was going to be a redundancy uh, and uh, when uh, they offered they asked for volunteers for redundancy it was like everybody wanted to get it because uh, the payout was very generous and uh, it was a case of just putting an application in to see whether you were considered um, so anyway, I, I was made redundant in March of '96, and uh, I did look at uh, business ideas, but but because I lived in the middle of nowhere, uh, I mean uh, remote North Wales, uh, in the countryside, I had to travel, say about 45 minutes travelling in any direction to get to a sizable town. So. I started looking at things uh, that I was good at. So at the time, I was quite into uh, 
walking. Uh, I've taken uh, the cadets up on the mountains in North Wales on a regular basis um, through the summer, uh, like weekly, and uh, I was extremely fit. Um, so the sort of things I started looking at were doing uh, outward band courses, uh, having like a, my own little business, taking people up through the mountains uh, or uh, 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 doing fitness is the other thing I, I looked at becoming a fitness instructor but really uh, because I lived so remotely it was just like how would you get the business you know how would you get people to come to North Wales so I think the other thing I looked at was doing uh, mountain bike uh, riding uh, because I had a mountain bike and I was going across all the through the forest in the big huge forest which were very close to me at the time um, and uh, but how do you get the people to come to you? This was a question. Uh, so that sort of put me off. Uh, and then the other thing I started looking at was um, uh, just one particular franchise caught my eye. It was a, uh, I think it's, I think the reason I liked it is because of the van. Um, they had a nice van, which just seems odd, but I know that's the sort of thing that attract people to my business now. Uh, um, People like me, they like things to be uh, t- structured and they like to think that they've got a van where somebody's actually thought about it um, and thought, thought about the design and the way it's put together. So um, anyway, this van, I, I noticed it was for a, a carpet company, an American carpet company. I can't remember the name. They're still around, actually. And what it was, you, you drive your van around with... Uh, uh, you've got bits and bits of carpet in the back... Uh, so samples of carpets, uh, and you can you'd use your computer to do a, uh, um, a, a compu- computerized visualization for the customers. So you'd work out the the, uh, the diameter of the room. You could show them what the color would look like by this computer program. Very basic looking back, but um, at the time it, it was something which uh, it caught my eye, and I thought, "Oh, this would be really good." But for me. Um, I think I realised then that I would be like really, really bad at doing that sort of sales job, customer-facing sales job. It just wouldn't be f- be for me. Yeah. So that was the sort of thing I thought about um, then that franchise, and and I think I, I knew at the time that franchising would be something that which I could do, you know, sort of go straight into. Uh, but in the end, uh, I. Uh, decided to become a freelance computer consultant uh, because I thought it would work out well I could I wouldn't I could live away and work away during the week and come back at weekends to North Wales so that's what I did and it it sort of worked out I it was a huge change going from the Air Force to working for somebody uh, although at the time if you asked me I would have said there was I hardly noticed any change because my last posting in the Air Force was a very much uh, civilian-orientated establishment where I worked 9 to 5. And uh, so I was used to working 9 to 5, but the difference was in the Air Force, I I spent about an hour and a half a day in the gym uh, and uh, I was involved in lots of committees. I was on lots of committees, uh, I think I was the secretary of, of quite a few committees, so I was out uh, doing committees. And also, 
uh, there's like a social environment in the Air Force. I, I used to just go off and drift off and see people I knew whilst I was in work. So, um, and when I left the Air Force and got a, got a, uh, like a proper job, as it were, uh, as, a, as, a, as a consultant, sitting in an office working eight hours a day was like a huge change. But anyway, I, it's, it was good money, so I, uh, I I stuck with it, and I stuck with it for six and a half years into 2002. And in 2002, there was uh, it was after the Millennium Bug, um, so lots of people were recruited before then, before the year 2000. And then after the year 2000, all things uh, the markets in IT contractors started falling by the wayside, and there was like a recession in the IT industry in 2002. And I, as uh, I'd, I'd got used to getting a job like straight away after finishing one contract, so I'd do one co- contract, go on holiday, come back, get another job straight away uh, on better money than I was on before. And I, as I said, I did that for six and a half years. And in 2002, I, I just struggled uh, to get full-term jobs. So uh, I think I had a couple of months in a whole year, but I... I I had a big issue. I think uh, I decided I decided that I wasn't going to do it anymore, uh, and it was just making the final decision of finding something else to do. So I be, I sort of made myself redundant again, um, and I went through a very similar, similar sort of process as I did when I was made redundant. So I started looking at business ideas. I I spent quite a few months looking at setting up a coffee uh, business, a coffee cafe business. Um, but it sort of fell apart because uh, the, the uh, I just found one place which I thought would be an ideal location, but uh, and the, it belonged to a council, and uh, there were people in the council were telling me different things. So in the end, I didn't go ahead with that. Um, and then the next thing, I was getting a bit desperate by by this time because it was a a year nearly coming up towards a year after finishing like my last full-term time contract and uh, I needed need to get something and I saw this advert in a business paper uh, and it was for a um, a cleaning business uh, so I, th- I phoned them up and I went to see them within like two days of the advert seeing the advert in the paper uh, and I drove all the way up to Northampton I saw the guy and I thought yeah this is the business for me uh, on the way home And that was in like July of 2002. But as I think I've told you before, it, for me to still make the final decision does take a while. And it wasn't until November of that year that I finally, finally made the decision to go ahead and um, I, I, I bought the franchise and started in the December of that year. Uh, but that, that that business was a franchise and I, and it, I found it very easy to start the start uh the guy, uh, the franchise order, had everything set up. I just followed what he told me to do, and it all worked out really well. Uh, and uh, but the, the thing about it was, it was very boring. It was uh, like very straightforward process, uh, and people. So I, I was running that for about nine months to a year before uh, I realised that I need, needed to do something else. Really, I, I think at the time I was looking to increase my income. Even more, I got this idea that if I bought, uh, started an urban cleaning business, then that would sort of add on to the income I was already getting. I, I didn't actually work out 
how it was all going to work, who was going to manage everything, how I was going to manage to be able to manage to do everything. But um, so, um, but anyway, I first of all looked at a franchise, an oven cleaning franchise, and I decided not to go ahead with that. Uh, and I start on my own, my own oven cleaning company. But um, if I'd actually bought a franchise then at that time, that uh, that oven cleaning franchise, which I nearly went uh, to, to actually talk to the people about it, uh, if I started then, I would have probably got to market a lot quicker because I made tons and tons of mistakes when I started, uh, and the sort of mistakes I made were um, I chose. Uh, I started operating in a huge area, but that's, that's mainly because I I started in one area and I met my wife like soon after starting and I moved to another area and we advertised everywhere in between. Uh, and for one person in a van to cover such a huge area was like like a huge mistake, really. So um, I did all that. Uh, I, I did, did all these mistakes, but and then eventually we started getting things right and we started putting things in place. And the business start started to become successful. So, uh, what I'm saying, if that if you're being made redundant, uh, um, a franchise is something which you might want to consider. An oven cleaning franchise. The things, the good things about an oven cleaning franchise are that it's uh, is you can get going within a few weeks uh, after you've made your decision. So, for example, we're in uh, November of 2014 now. If you decided that you wanted to go ahead. You could start within like with a few weeks. We've got a van available. It's uh, just needs to be fitted out. All that can be arranged whilst you're doing your training, and you can start. So, for an oven cleaning business, you can start very quickly. Uh, you can learn most things, uh, especially. I, I've got a, a training course now, which en- enables somebody to get up to, up to speed very quickly. Excuse me, and uh, it means that you can start very quickly. Uh, and if you, you, the other way, obviously, the other way of starting an oven cleaning business is, is to do it yourself. Um, but there are some things that you need to really watch out for. Uh, I've made all the mistakes. Um, and it, honestly, the, you, it's probably worth your while to actually look at, a, seriously look at buying a franchise uh, because the franchise company should have everything in place for you to start and grow your business from day one okay so that's graham rogers from oven gleamers the oven clean franchise until next time thank you very much bye-bye thank you for listening to the oven gleamers world podcast if you have enjoyed it please subscribe please tell all your friends and join us for our next episode